Welcome to the Synergy Podcast, your source for small cap investor news, videos, and exclusive interviews on emerging public companies in North America. And welcome to another episode of the Mining and Markets Podcast by Synergy Capital. For those of you who are frequent listeners, thank you so much for tuning in again today. And for those of you just listening in for the first time, this is a recurring podcast where we feature different CEOs and C-suite executives from the junior mining and resources space. Today I'm here with a very special guest. His name is Oog Jackman. He's the CEO of Northern Graphite Corp., a Canadian miner of graphite and an industry veteran with about a decade of experience in the business before the world even started to talk about the energy transition and what it meant for critical minerals such as graphite. Oog, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you, Adim. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, great to be here. Let's jump straight into it with a hard-hitting question. We are hearing a lot about the energy transition, the green revolution, the race to net zero, and everything in between. We're also hearing a lot about critical minerals, especially and most commonly lithium in rare earths, but not so much about graphite. It seems to fly a little bit under the radar, and I'm not quite sure why that is, given the necessary role in the EV battery. What are your thoughts on this, and why is graphite not getting the attention that it deserves? Oh, it's a very good question, Alim, especially when we're talking about booming demand for electric vehicle. I mean, graphite is really uh, the untold critical mineral story. If you think about it, you know, just about any automaker you can name is talking about producing electric vehicles and about all the critical minerals they're going to need to do that. And you're right, we hear about lithium all the time, but graphite is untold. And when people realize how important it is, let me give you a couple of facts. The first one is, you know, graphite makes up more than half the weight of an EV battery and far more than any of the other battery components. In fact, there isn't enough graphite in North America to supply the plants of our automakers, especially with the ambition of our government in Canada and the United States to source critical minerals locally. According to the most conservative industry estimates, graphite production is going to have to increase five or six times the current levels in order to satisfy demand from EV battery production alone. And that doesn't even take into account all the different other uses that there is for graphite. And nearly all the graphite that is currently produced today is produced in China. And with the way geopolitics are going, supply chain pressures and the focus on nearshoring, North America really wants to secure uh, the supply. And that means sourcing locally, not from China. And there is very little graphite coming out of the ground in this part of the world. In fact, Northern Graphite owns the only significant producing graphite mine in North America today. Wow, that's very interesting. Let's let's talk a little bit about the geopolitics a little bit more. You know, why are they so important for the Northern Graphite story in general and why now? It's really a number of different factors that come into play. With a new world order that's being decided, when it comes to critical minerals, supply and processing are very critical. First of all, you know, we have the energy transition, climate change, and the race for the net zero by 2050. That's driving a lot of it. We have also nearshoring as North America moves to guarantee its supplies of critical mineral and reduce its dependence on China. And we have a drive for sustainable mining that does as little harm to the environment as possible. 
What we've seen is that the U.S. and the Canadian government step up to the plate with tax incentives and other stimulus to drive a critical mineral strategy. And all of this points to a good news story to, to producers of all battery minerals in North America, and especially significant for graphite because of how complex it is to mine and produce. The graphite mining is not something that is linear. You just don't pull it out of the ground and mine it. It needs to be mined, processed, to the spec of what is being used by each individual client. And the expertise to do that is not readily available outside of China. Graphite is really the new world mineral and it's changing the mining industry. This is why graphite is going to be in very tight supply going forward. Let's dive into demand a little bit. You know, is it all about EVs and battery minerals or are there other roles that graphite plays within the entire energy transition realm? Well, you know, the, the big demand story for graphite is, of course, driven with what's been happening in the EV market and with battery minerals. However, it's much bigger than that. This is all about the energy transition and the biggest shift in the global economy since the Industrial Revolution. What we mean by that, it's about wide-scale electrification. If you think about all the actions that are being taken, the use of materials that are less polluting and more conductive, remember that graphite is lighter and more conductive than copper, it's all about all the knock-on changes that will come as we shift how we produce and consume energy. Graphite has applications everywhere. It's in the screens of a mobile phone, we have in our pocket, in the television, on our walls. I mean, there's a lot more to graphite demand than just EVs. So where does Northern Graphite come into the picture? What's Northern Graphite's value proposition in this world that you're describing? Well, why don't we start with the basics? You know, we are, number one, the only significant producer of natural graphite in North America and have been for the last 30 years. That means that we are actually mining the graphite and we actually have customers. We have been in the business for 30 years and we have the people and the expertise to supply the booming EV market. We have a very established growth strategy with another nine in Namibia that will come back online in 2024. It's called Akanjande. And we also have what can be considered the most advanced graphite project in North America. The project's called Bissett Creek, and it's in northern Ontario. So just for starters, we have a plan that is not just in place in motion to become an integrated downstream supplier to the battery anode material. That means that we are preparing to service the booming demand for battery minerals. And you don't have to go far into the news each day to see something about another OEM and its plans to produce electric vehicles or their components. Our Baycomo battery anode material plant will have 200,000 tons of capacity, and it will be the largest in North America. We are significantly discounted to our peers, even though we're further along than most, with actual production and established customer base. Okay, you mentioned that you have customers, which is obviously quite unique compared to, I mean, you know, some of the other guests that I have on the show who are typically in early exploration stages, sometimes even without a resource. Why is having customers a differentiator between junior mining companies? And is this something that investors should pay attention to? I guess my question is, you know, if there's so much demand out there, you'd think that getting customers should not be an issue for a producer like Northern Graphite, or is that not so much the case? Well, it really goes back to what I said earlier, you know, graphite is not just a commodity like most of the metals that you're talking about. The graphite is actually sold to companies that basically transform the graphite into a material 
for a specific application. And therefore, each application is very specific as to what the properties of that graphite needs to be. So you can't just produce graphite and sell it on an open market. You have to have the expertise to mine it properly and then to process it to the specification of the customers who have very stringent and demanding needs. And to do all that, you need to have the expertise that is in very short supply because so few operating graphite mines exist outside of China. So the institutional knowledge around graphite mining is just not the way it is in any other commodities like copper or nickel or gold. Developing a reliable, cost-effective, clean, purified solutions for graphite is absolutely key. You have to be able to mine it and mill it and shape it and coat it. And we have the technology and the expertise to go from mine to market. That's great. Let's switch focus a little bit. Earlier this year, you know, you guys announced the acquisition of a company called Neograph. Can you tell my listeners about Neograph and why it's important to your overall strategy? It's a very good question. You know, Neograph was a customer of ours for more than 30 years, but they've been into the business of functionalizing graphite for a number of different applications for more than 130 years. They were part of the old uh, Union Carbide company. And basically what they do is they take the graphite flakes and then they functionalize it in order to make foils, to produce intercalated flakes. They actually expand those flakes and then they mill the material down and they make a nano carbon material, which can be referred to as graphene. And they take this material and they basically make parts that will be used uh, in a number of different processes to, for example, provide thermal management properties to a cell phone or a high-definition television or a laptop. Uh, they produce sensors that can be integrated into uh, the construction of a battery in order to ensure that the temperature measurement that's done on the battery happens very, very fast in order to be able to shut the battery down in terms of uh, thermal runaway. So, you know, they can sell material into foams in order to improve the thermal insulation properties of the foam. They even have an application where uh, they intercalate the graphite with acid and they, they produce a type of film that you can wrap around wooden poles, wooden electricity poles, which would allow them to protect the pole in case of a, of a forest fire and ensure that the electricity doesn't get interrupted in case the fire burns the, the pole down and the electric line falls. So, you know, they have a very broad range of products and they have a very broad range of applications. And these materials that they produce, they actually sell into the marketplace at much of a premium because they are quite unique. Uh, they have more than 100 patents and the materials that they sell has a very high value in terms of the application that it delivers. And so the strategy for us was to get much closer by acquiring them so that we could then have a direct access to the processes to the products that they make and have a much closer connection with the end-use customers that uses these products. And most of the applications that they're connected to are applications that will grow with the electrification of the world. And so our strategy is to move downstream 
to acquire the technology, the know-how, and the product technology that you need to be able to supply these applications and then benefit from the growth of these applications at much higher margins as the world continues to get electrified. And, and that fits very well with the strategy I was talking about before. And therefore, you know, this application is really fundamental for us. And, you know, everything they do is really leveraging the properties of a graphite, which is basically almost as conductive as copper, but five times lighter. And I think it's going to be a game changer for us. And this is not, you know, in lieu of what we're doing in the EV market. It's very much complementary to what we're doing in the EV market. And so we're very excited by combining our businesses and working together to, to grow the market and to benefit from the growth of the market as the electrification and becomes uh, much more uh, prevalent throughout the world. Right. You know, so given everything that you've said on this podcast, it's clear that there's a huge need for graphite. You know, why do you think that more folks aren't investing or understanding the need for graphite? And why do you think that Northern Graphite is trading at a discount compared to some of the peers? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, I've been in the graphite business for more than 10 years now. And um, it's quite interesting to think you know, what happened in the last 10 years. I mean, 10 years ago, lithium-ion batteries were predominantly used in cell phones and, and the entire industry was uh, about two gigawatt hour of capacity. Uh, if you think about it, you know, it's a very small amount of batteries that were sold back then. And uh, what's really changed is that, you know, the electric vehicle industry is expecting to have a huge amount of growth. And if you think about it today, you know, a, a standard gigafactory will produce 50 gigawatt hour. And we're talking about having hundreds of these factories being built around the world and to have a full capacity of about uh, 7 terawatt in total. So, you know, the growth of the graphite industry is going to be tremendous and has been tremendous in the last uh, 10 years, but, but it will be much more exponential moving forward. But, you know, what is happening in the market is that most of the graphites being produced for these applications today have been mined and processed in China. Very few companies like ours are actually mining and producing the graphite outside of China. And uh, what's happened is that it hasn't been that visible and it's going to start to become more visible. And of course, you know, one of the reasons why the uh, folks that are investing are not aware of this. And that's one of the reasons why the stock hasn't really taken off. But of course, you know, part of it is we're also at the bottom of a very beaten up uh, stock market. And, you know, we need to do a much better job of telling our story. That's part of why you and I are having this conversation today is, you know, we need to do more to tell the story of graphite. We need to do more to tell our story. We have a lot of plans on the table and we need to show the market how we plan to execute. And uh, we are starting to do that. And uh, we may have seen that just a few days ago when we announced a new drilling at our Lac de Zille mine in Quebec in Eastern Canada. We are very optimistic. It's a great property and... Uh, the owners of that mine really underinvested in exploration over the last few years. And uh, we are very optimistic that new drilling will show a way to extend the mine life and help us produce more natural graphite for our plant battery and material plant in, uh, in Bekomo. And uh, we are working on the reopening of our Namibian mine, which will help us supply markets in North America and Europe. So we have a very strong story, but we need to get out there, tell the story, educate the market. 
and uh, make sure people understand the value of graphite and, and investing in the space. So all of that leads to my next question. You know, what are some upcoming catalysts that investors and people who are interested in Northern Graphite can look forward to? Well, as I said, you know, uh, I think some of the catalysts are uh, the work that we're doing in, in Lactazio to extend the mine lives. The other catalyst is uh, restarting our facility in Namibia because that will bring additional uh, capacity. In addition to that, we are working hard to bring our Bisset Creek project online. And uh, in order to do that, uh, we're finalizing the permitting and getting ready to uh, to get the engineering done. And to do all these projects, you know, we're also intending to apply to a lot of uh, incentives that are being put forward by the Canadian and the U.S. government in order to get some of those funding in order to move our projects forward. Watching what we're doing in our uh, Baycomo facility in, uh, in Northern Quebec is also key. The closing of our transaction for Neograph. And on, on top of that, of course, you know, the activities that we have in the market in order to, to penetrate the EV business and the uh, development that we can do in order to secure some supply in, in the um, electrical vehicle business as it, as it starts to take off in the U.S. in 25 and, and 26. I think those are some of the major catalysts. And lastly, you guys recently closed a $2.25 million financing. You know, given that, can you talk a little bit about the share structure post-financing? Yeah, I mean, we have... Uh... You know, today we have about uh, 128 million shares outstanding. I think our stock was trading at around uh, 38, 39 cents today. Uh, so we have a market cap right around 50 million Canadian dollars. We do have quite a few warrants outstanding, uh, which will expire, expire in uh, April of next year. If, if these warrants get exercised, you know, we could uh, generate about uh, $30 million of, of additional cash for the company. We have um, a large amount of uh, retail shareholders that have been with the company for a long time. And we don't really have any large institutional shareholders in the company yet, uh, but we're, we're working hard to, to be able to attract uh, some of these investors in, into the business. You know, we've only been telling our story as the new Northern Graphite since we closed the acquisition of the Immerse Mines back in April of last year. So we're still, you know, very much at the beginning of our transformation. So we're quite excited with the prospects moving forward. And uh, we look forward to welcoming a lot more investors into the business as we grow and as we tell our story. Oog, thank you so much for your time today. You know, it sounds like you have a very exciting project and I'm excited to see the story continue as well as continuing the conversation around graphite. For those still listening, if you enjoyed this podcast episode and you like learning about new companies within the sector, just like Northern Graphite, make sure to follow us and subscribe. Thank you, Aleem. Mm-hmm.